from the Gothic Quarter. This is the Rorschach, Georgia update from 16th June 2022. Quick summary of what's going down in Georgia. On Thursday the 9th, the European Parliament passed a resolution on violations of media freedom and safety of journalists in Georgia. Documents said that there is no completely free press in the country. During the session, before voting, some of the EU Parliament members who were very critical of Georgia's government focused on Nika Gvaramia and Misha Saakashvili demanded their freedom. They also said the former Prime Minister and founder of the Georgian Dream, or Otsneba, Bidzina Ivanishvili, was the real enemy of democracy of Georgia. They believe that he has ties to Russia and that he should be sanctioned. However, there are other members of the European Parliament more supportive of the government who said that Georgia deserves EU candidate status. The EU will announce its decision on the 24th of June. The chairman of Otsneba, Irakli Kobachidze, said a lot about the resolution. First, he said the European Parliament is a victim of fake news. He then called out a couple of inaccuracies in the resolution, such as the government not allowing Saakashvili to get treatment in a private clinic, which in reality, he's been in a private clinic for a while now. He also talked about how the European Parliament is demanding the release of people who violated the freedom of the press years ago. He was probably referring how during their time in power, the United National Movement, or Natsebi, broke into the TV channel Imedi and took it from its owner, Badri Patrakatashvili. Kobachidze also said that there is only one fair decision, which is Georgia getting the candidate status. However, he said that if the decision turns out to be unfair, they will have a strong reaction. Didn't really elaborate on what he meant by that. But he said the mood would be changing. Although the Nazi be trying to pretend that they have a lock on the pro-European posture in Georgia, and that's frustrating and counterproductive. The real question is if Putin is telling Bidzina not to be a candidate country. Certainly that's a possibility considering how the invasion of Ukraine in 2014 was in part punishment for Ukraine choosing a European direction. The bigger question is if Bidzina will obey. There are certainly things the government could do to signal to the EU in this crucial week if they wanted to. Research director at Caucasus Research Resources Center, Dustin Galbraith, tweeted that first and foremost, the government has has to establish a fully proportional electoral system. He also said that authorities should drop the court case against President Zurabashvili, release Varamia from prison, and send Saakashvili to the European Union so he can get treatment there. However, Otsneba doesn't seem to be taking any of these steps. You want to know more about the EU's resolution and public reaction? Check out the article, EU Parliament Votes to Consider Sanctioning Georgia's Informal Leader. Link in the show notes. Culture Minister Ted Zulukiani said if Georgia doesn't become an EU country, the destructive opposition, her term, will be responsible for it. She also said that it was not a coincidence that the negative resolution came out now when Georgia was waiting for the EU decision. The shame movement, or Schertzvilia, is planning to hold a rally in front of Parliament on the 20th of June. Purpose is, quote, to demonstrate the commitment of Georgian people to European choice and Western values, end quote. Natsebi will be participating in the rally, of course. Member of the party, Bacho Dolidze, said they're joining the rally to show everyone their pro-European position. However, part of the opposition said they're not going to march. Speaking of the rally, President Salome Zurabashvili called on the organizers to postpone it. 
She's right, of course. She said this is not the best time to show political ambition and divide the society when the country's waiting on an important decision from the EU. On that note about the president, Thursday the 9th, she attended the conference called Women in Conflict in Brussels. The main purpose of the conference was to emphasize the importance of women leaders' role in conflicts and need for their full participation in peace processes and the realization of women's rights. First Deputy Minister of Environmental Protection and Agriculture Georgi Khanishvili delivered a speech at the Turkish-Georgian Business Forum. Khanishvili talked about how the government is creating a favorable landscape for foreign investors. He said their goal is to increase the number of crops in the country, use Georgian land efficiently, and improve the quality of products. Purpose of the business forum is to inform Turkish business representatives about Georgia's investment environment, economic opportunities to expand trade, and economic cooperation between the two countries. Other news, ever since February 10th, Tbilisi State University students have been demanding a new dormitory, online final exams, and the resignation of the rector. Some of the students have occupied the rector's office as well. University administration said they're doing everything they can to meet the students' needs. Georgia continues to give Ukraine humanitarian aid. Solidarity with the Ukrainian people, the parliament has sent more humanitarian aid to Ukraine. Deputy Chairman of Parliament David Sagarenko said this batch of aid consists of baby food and basic necessities. He also says the parliament will continue to stand by the Ukrainian people in the future as well. Speaking of Ukraine, on Saturday the 11th, Georgia opened the new Sports Palace with a grand charity concert where Georgian Ukrainian artists performed together. Proceeds from the concert were donated to a charity for Ukrainian children and women affected by the war. Speaking of Ukraine, on Saturday the 11th, Georgia opened the new Sports Palace with a grand charity concert where Georgian and Ukrainian artists performed together. Proceeds from the concert were donated to a charity for Ukrainian children and women affected by the war. During the governmental meeting, Mayor of Tbilisi, Kaki Kaladze, spoke about the summer program City Hall is launching. The program is for people between 18 and 29. It will promote healthy, fun, and active lifestyle. Kaladze said the program will include different activities, such as hiking, camping, bicycle tours, and routes close to the city, mini-golfing, many more. Chairman of Parliament, Shalva Papuashvili, stated his started his Scandinavian tour in Norway. The main purpose of visiting Norway is to gain support for the NATO summit. Also, in alleged pursuit of EU candidate status, he'll pay a visit to Denmark, Sweden, and Finland. While Georgia's having issues in politics, its tourism destinations keep improving. New panoramic bridge of Salka Canyon in Algeti National Park will enter the Guinness Book of World's Records. Salka Canyon is one of the largest and most beautiful natural monuments in Europe. The canyon's located an hour away from Tbilisi. Georgian citizens will be able to travel to the United Arab Emirates without a visa. According to the agreement, Georgian passport holders will be able to travel and stay in the country for no more than 90 days. Meme Jordania won the Newcomer 2022 Award. It's a project by Tbilisi Open Air Festival. Its main goal is to discover new bands and musicians. The festival will be held 24th to the 26th of June. She and her band will be performing on the first day. Georgian Innovation and Technology Agency revealed 20 winning startups. The government will co-fund them with foreign investors with 150,000 lati, which is a little over 51 thousand U.S. dollars. Deputy Prime Minister Levan Davitashvili said that focusing on innovation and technology is the country's priority. These projects help young people show their talents and become successful. Might seem like COVID is gone, but General Director of Infectious Diseases Tengiz Skertsvadze said that in order to maintain a good epidemiological situation, it is important that people get vaccinated and continue wearing masks in public transportation. He urged citizens to get tested as soon as they experience symptoms. Head of the National Center 
for disease control, Amit Angam Khalidze, confirmed the first case of monkeypox in Georgia. He said the patient had a mild form of the virus and that they discharged him from medical facility shortly after the treatment. He also said they will continue investigating suspicious cases. Well, that's it for this week. Thanks for joining. Any suggestions on how we can improve our updates or anything to add, let us know. Contacts in the show notes. Nachwandis. Nachwandis.